What is up, you guys? I am Heather Newman, and this is the Hashtag Get Unstuck podcast, episode number 144. You guys, we're going to talk today about abundant thinking versus the scarcity mentality. And yeah, let's just get into it. You're listening to the Get Unstuck podcast with business mentor, health and fitness influencer, and trainer Heather Newman. Each week, Heather provides you with tips and tools to glitter your soul and add sparkle to your life. Let's get unstuck. You are not a tree, so let's learn to move, change, and find true happiness by creating a vision and living your dreams. For blog posts, business tips, fitness training, at-home workouts, and more, subscribe to GlitterU.com. Now, let's get happy. Here's your host, Heather Newman. What is up, my beautiful friends? Welcome back to the Hashtag Get Unstuck podcast. It's a podcast for all of you ladies in the second half of life who are ready to take responsibility for your own well-being and to create a life that you love living. I'm here to coach and motivate women just like you to look good and feel great in the second half of life. I am your host, Heather Newman, and after spending the first 48 years of my life being a people pleaser and living with a very scarcity mindset, I was stuck and I was ready for a change. I reinvented myself, I stopped outsourcing my happiness, and I've been brave enough to live a different kind of life, I will be here every week to help you do the exact same thing. So let's get up, get dressed, and let's do this. It's going to be a lot of fun. You know, there are so many coaches online these days that it's got to be completely overwhelming. I know that I, for one, like I get coached, right? Like there are certain mentors, there are certain people that I allow coaching me in my life, even if it's through books or workshops or courses. But coaching to me is not therapy, you guys. It's not counseling. It's not a good long talk with a friend. It's not a bunch of positive quotes and sentences. It's not a motivational speech. I love all of those things, but coaching is not any of them. Coaching the way that I do it is like a workout for your mind. It's a hunt to find the part of you that was always there, but you lost sight of. It will totally freaking rock your world, turn it upside down, inside out, and it'll make you laugh. It might make you cry. It's real, it's vulnerable, and it's just honest. It's us being honest with ourselves. It's direct. I can be very firm while still being kind and loving and respectful. So I've yet to find anything else that makes me feel more alive than getting coached, listening to coaching, or coaching others. But don't take my word for it. You can always join with the Tone VIP. If you become a member, it's only $20 a month at toneintend.com. Shameless plug here. But that is where you get to peek behind the curtain. That is where you start to get a little bit more of my personal coaching behind the scenes. And then if you wanted to up your game and take it a little bit further, deeper, you could um, schedule a one-on-one with me at glitteru.com forward slash life coaching. But that's usually like after you kind of get your feet wet or your toes wet and you're like, yeah, I think I might want to work with her. Maybe not. You know what I mean? 
you got to find the right coach because just like when you're taking a group fitness class, if you walk in, like I'm a bar instructor, right? And I have taken plenty of bar classes. And you would think because I instruct bar that I would be the first one lined up at Pure Bar or to take a bar class online. You would think I'd be the first one in line because I teach bar. I love bar. I am a retired ballet dancer. Like I love it all. But it's harder for me to actually enjoy doing someone else's bar class because it's not my style. It's not my jam unless they teach like I do. So a, an instructor or a trainer or a coach, you know, they could be a great, wonderful person. I'm sure they are if they're in that capacity, if that's their profession, they're absolutely trying to help people, which is an amazing gift in itself, right? But You've got to connect with them or at least aspire to have some sort of connection with them or you like the way that they, I don't know, their energy. Energy is a big one, right? Like the energy that we bring to the table is everything. So if you decide to go into any kind of training, coaching, taking a group fitness class, you guys try it out with an open mind, but always remember that it, don't hate the class, you know what I mean? And don't hate the instructor, but think of it as, you know, I really like the subject matter, right? Like I like the topic, I like what we're doing, or I like Pilates, or I like a bar class, but I'm not feeling the vibe or the energy here, but maybe try it again because all classes are not the same, right? The instructor may change it up each week. Anyway, I'm just saying have a have an open mind. All right, so today we're going to talk about abundant thinking because I come from a place of scarcity thinking, and I, I know that this stems from when I was younger and even the generations before me, like my parents' generation and then their generation, which would be like my grandma, my Aunt Ruby, rest in peace, all of these relatives of mine that are no longer here on earth, um, but they lived in a time when you know, you didn't waste, right? Like it was eat everything on your plate and don't, um, like they came from maybe like my dad had five siblings. My mom had five siblings and whatever didn't fit my mom anymore, or she was done with, it would get passed on to the younger siblings. Like there was no waste, you know what I mean? Which is good. Like, I don't like to waste either, but the mentality was that it, there's not enough and that there's just not enough to go around. And, you know, I'm very grounded. I'm very humble. I come from, you know, my mom and dad, I'm an only child, and my dad worked his behind off. So did my mom. My mom worked in the pockets of time trying to support me, make sure that I wasn't getting into any kind of trouble. I stayed in dance. She had to pay for dance. Um, ice skating, you know, all the hobbies, all the things, because you want your kids to excel and find something that they're passionate about, but um, all while still trying to, you know, manage the house and manage the income and all the things, right? So I guess that was kind of just implanted or imprinted on me for whatever reason. I'm not pointing the finger you know, my parents are wonderful. They're, they're still with me. I love them dearly and I thank them every day. I'm so very grateful for them. But what I'm talking about is all of us carry, I guess what you would call baggage from our childhood. And we may or may not be aware of it. And be, being aware of it is the first step to understanding why we think the way that we do. Why are our brains, you know, automatically on this autopilot way of thinking 
that when we come in contact with friends or other people that are from different backgrounds, we think that that's odd or that's weird or that's different. When in actuality, we should be very open-minded to the fact of we all come from different backgrounds. So we've all been programmed, our minds, our brains have been trained from when we were little to think the way that our parents did or think the way that we were raised. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm sure your parents did everything for you and raised you the best that they could with the tools that they had, just like we do for our children, right? And we give them all that we can physically, emotionally, financially, everything that we can give them with the tools that we have. And that's the game changer. We know now in 2023, we know that we can take on new tools. We can adopt new thoughts. We can actually change some of the habits that have been taught to us that we are not really in alignment with anymore, or we feel like there's more. So changing habits and rituals, it's going to take a lot of time. It's going to take time to kind of reprogram our autopilot way of thinking And once you get used to a new way of thinking, it will start to become more of a habit. And as you know, once things are a habit, then it kind of is on autopilot, right? Like that's, first we have to be aware of what's bugging us, what about us we don't like the way that we're thinking. Like for me, I didn't like having a scarcity mindset. I remember when Ken and I first got married and, you know, we both had just, gotten out of college, basically, um, planting in our professional lives, and just the scarcity mindset of, I'm, I don't have enough money. We're never going to have enough money. How are we going to have enough money to buy a house? How are we going to have enough money to ever have start a family and have children? And there was always this, how am I ever going to have enough? And then I was like, well, wait a minute. Is there like a dollar? Is there a dollar amount that we're supposed to have in the bank before we have children? Like, these are thoughts that I had. And Ken and I would just look at each other and we'd be like, I I don't know. We're just kind of going through this life thing together and we're going to learn together and we're going to grow together and we're going to make mistakes and we're going to maybe not agree with each other along the way, but we are going to make the best of it. And it took a switch in the way that we were thinking I'm not saying that this happened when I was in my 30s. I wish it did. This didn't start happening until mid-40s going into 50s. And I realized that with a lot of practice, a lot of training, a lot of showing up and being very aware of what I was allowing into my brain would affect the way that I think. And I knew that I needed to reprogram, retrain some things that I didn't like when I was on autopilot to be afraid or to be scared or to feel like there's never enough or whatever those thoughts are. I don't even know if I'm going to say the right thing to resonate with you, but I'm sure you can think of something in your life that you think 
a scarcity mindset like, oh, well, I can't do that. That costs way too much money. Or, oh, I could never live in a house like that. That that costs way too much money. And I'm not just talking about materialistic things, but those are typically the first things that we kind of associate with because, hello, it takes money to make the world go round. And we always feel like we got to work harder. We got to work more. We got to make more money. The more money I have, the happier I'll be. You know what I mean? So with those thoughts, I wanted to talk about today... You know, um, speaking of thoughts and habits, I shared with my Tone Babes the journaling brain dump that I do all the time. And through me practicing what I call a brain dump, and if you've never heard of a brain dump, it is a thing. I didn't know it was a thing, but like I called it brain dump and then I realized that other people had the same thing. A brain dump is when you actually could almost like open up the top of your head, not in a gross way, but like in a cute little compartmentalized way, like a, like a zipper on a handbag. So let's say we unzipped and we opened up our head, our brain, our thoughts, and we just kind of dumped our head onto the paper and all of our thoughts, all of those things that make you spin and the way of thinking and all the all the things that kind of make you dizzy or anxiety or um, overwhelm, stress, you just get all of those things out onto paper. And this came from practice, you guys, this came from practicing reading my Bible, God's word, God's word put me into paper to pen, pen to paper, paper to pen, pen to paper. That's where that led me. I'm not going to make this about, you know, your faith, but I'm just telling you my story. So what I've done is um, made another published little notebook, and it's called Brain Dump, right? It's a Brain Dump notebook. It's a six by nine inch daily checklist, productivity kind of journal. If you're not into journaling, why not? Why are you not doing this? Why are you not taking all those crazy thoughts out of your head and putting them on paper and just trying to make sense of what's really, really um, going to earn the space in your brain. So that's what brain dump allows you to do, right? You can, um, get everything out and then kind of get a highlighter maybe and decide what are the most important things going on here? And what, what are these things are just like random thoughts that I have no control over. Again, that would come through, through some personal life coaching, but I have some tools that um, would help you figure out the things that you can control, the things that you can't control, and how you respond to things. So it's not necessarily like the circumstances around you. We can't control the circumstances that are going on in our world, but what we can control is how we respond to those circumstances. And we have a choice. Don't think that autopilot going into scarcity thinking or negative thinking is the only way to think. That just means that you're focusing on what sucks. And I mean, let's be real. It's life. There's going to be really, really good, big highs. There's going to be low lows and the low lows suck. But in order to feel the high highs and love them and, and just, uh, you know what that feels like, like those moments you cherish forever. But in order to have those, you got to have the lows. Otherwise, if we're on this all time high all the time, then what do we have to look forward to? Like that's going to get where we um, take it for granted, right? 
will just be like, oh, I'm happy all the time. Everything goes in, in, in my favor. Everything works in my favor. Everything I want to, everything I speak into the world, it happens. And that's not where we're at, right? It's, it's a roller coaster ride. The life, the game of life is a roller coaster ride. But if you want to learn more about um, mindset coaching and the skills that I teach in there, you can, again, glitteru.com forward slash life coaching. That's not what this podcast is about. Um, back to the brained out planner. You can find that now on Amazon. And I do have one for the summer, but let's be real. That's going to be kind of like, I mean, you can still use it not in the summer. The front is so cute. It's got like this bright blue water on it and I love it so much. It just gives all the summer vibes. You guys know I'm a July birthday. I'm a summer baby. I love it. You could use it year round because the inside is the same. Or you can get the more generic one that is just black and it's got the pink crown on the front. It says brain dump. And I honestly believe from the bottom of my heart, from my fingertips to the paper that went to the publisher, I, I firmly believe that every single woman on the planet could benefit. It could change your life if you would get into the habit of actually brain dumping and journaling. In that brain dump um, little book, there's 110 pages. It's a soft cover. It can fit in your purse. It can fit in your gym bag. It can. You can keep it at your desk. You can give one to a friend. Um, there's a tidy to-do list like with most important tasks to get done. And then there's also my favorite page in the book. Um, it, it goes with every day that you do it is a random thoughts page per day. It's almost like if you were in your car and you're like, oh, I got to pick up the milk or I need to order groceries online. Like it is your sticky note in a book without being sticky. So like you at the red light, of course, not while you're driving, grab the book, open it up, random thoughts, write it down in the bubble. And it's like a sticky note and you, you don't have to stress over, oh, don't let me forget. Don't let me forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. Like you get it out. I know some of you use notes on your phone. I've got so much stuff on my phone already. I try to limit how many things I keep on my phone because I'm tired of looking at my phone. I'll be completely honest here, right? It's been a tough few years. Have you felt a little lost, fell off track, or maybe your life feels like it's been flipped upside down? Are you ready to get back on track with a simple jumpstart the healthy way? The seven day sugar detox, Sugar is the Devil book is now available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. It is a straightforward shortcut that tells you exactly what to eat and how to do this. The seven day sugar detox, Sugar is the Devil workbook and guide by Heather Newman will help you navigate a new healthy relationship with food. It will teach you which foods work for you and those that don't. This seven day sugar detox guide is meant to be a staple. It's not a one time use only book. It's one that you'll want to keep coming back to over and over again for guidance. It's the permanent solution that you've been looking for. This guide is used as a resource to get you back on track when you fall off, and we all do. It's a journey, not a destination. So happy to hear how many of you are enjoying this book, getting massive weight loss results, and use it as a tool after those binging weekends when you've really whooped it up. It's the perfect easy to follow guide, including a grocery list and meal planning recipe options for breakfast, lunch, snacks, and dinner. If it's not on the list, it's not for us. Be sure to grab yours today and grab one for a friend. The Seven Day Sugar Detox, Sugar is the Devil by Heather Newman is available in a paperback and a hardback version. Visit the website www.sugardetox7.com or simply find it on Amazon and Barnes & Noble websites. Sugar is the Devil.
All right, you guys, we are back. So let's get into abundant thinking. Let's get rid of the scarcity mindset. And the way that we do that is first when we become aware, okay, awareness is the first step, right? When we become aware of our brain's tendency to automatically go negative and offer us limiting thoughts, the thoughts that create scarcity in us, then we can decide to stop believing those thoughts. We get to decide. We can then start to create the life that we've always wanted. You got to know what that looks like, though. How do we do that? Pen to paper. Grab your brain dump. There is and always has been enough love. There's enough time. You guys, memo, 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 note to you, PSA. (laughs) There's enough time. I know a lot of us are like, I, I, there's just not enough hours in the day. There's not enough time. That comes down to poor planning. That comes down to poor time management. There's enough time. There's enough money. There's enough fun. There's enough friends. There's enough rest. There's enough sleep. There's enough work. There's enough play. There's enough of everything that we value the most in our lives. And that is available to you. It's available to me and you every single day. So I have a few ideas for you today that will help you see how you might be getting in your own way when it comes to the idea of abundance and scarcity and being more than enough and having more than enough. It's never outside of you. So the first idea to consider is what um, a psychologist and um, a Stanford professor, yes, Stanford professor, Dr. Carol Dweck, I think it's D-W-E-C-K, she writes about in her book, um, the name of the book is Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. Write that down. You're going to want to read this book, I think. She brought about the idea of a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset, and this really, really hit home for me. So she's based um, all of her research on these two general ways of being, the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset, and how we think, how it affects what we actually achieve So the way we think about ourselves and our abilities absolutely shapes our lives. What we believe about our intellect and our talents not only affects the way that we feel, but it also affects what we achieve and our ability to stick to new habits. And if we will go on to even develop new skills. So a growth mindset means that you believe that your intelligence and your talents can be developed over time. And a fixed mindset means that you believe that your intelligence and your talents are are fixed. So if you're not good at something now, then you'll never be at it. Like that's what that mindset is is like. So these comparisons will help you identify which way you might be thinking, which way you might be living, and what you're actually believing. So are you a woman with a growth mindset, an abundant mindset, a limitless mindset where you know you can create anything that you want to? Or are you a woman with a fixed mindset, a scarcity mindset, a limited mindset, 
which one of these do you mostly identify with? I'm very curious to hear. So please drop me a comment in whatever platform you're listening to the podcast today. A fixed mindset, like a scarcity mindset, leads us to hiding our flaws, hiding our mistakes, feeling maybe ashamed, feeling embarrassed about our our past failures or things that we're not good at or we think we're not good at. We give up really easily and we're unmotivated to try new things and achieve our goals. We believe intelligence and talent are static. We either have it or we don't. Challenges to avoid failure. Is that you? A fixed mindset? We ignore feedback from others. We feel threatened by other other women's success. We hide flaws and don't try new things so other women won't judge us. We believe putting in effort is just absolutely useless and we just don't do it. That's why. Back as personal criticism and we give up really easily. Is my favorite, a growth mindset or an abundant mindset that leads us to embracing our flaws, embracing our mistakes as opportunities for growth and accepting setbacks as part of the learning process and feeling empowered to reach our goals. I always say you never fail. What is the lesson? Look for the lesson. No matter what you've done, no matter what you want to do, if it doesn't go the way that you wanted it to the first time, just what is the lesson that you learned? How are you better than you were before? We're always going to suck first. We're always going to be bad at something first. I'm not a perfect podcaster, but that's not stopping me. I still have a message I want to share with you. And this is my favorite way to do it because I can sit in my closet, put my microphone by me. I've got Nemo and Noodle laying right by me. I've got my energized drink right here if I get thirsty. And if I mess up, I just tell you. (laughs) I just say, oops, sorry about the noise. Or oops, I just spilt my drink on my laptop, which I did do right before this podcast. Yikes. Hopefully the Mac's okay. (laughs) All right. So with the growth mindset, we embrace lifelong learning. You know, I said this before. One of the dumbest things I ever, ever said was when I graduated with my undergrad, my bachelor's degree, when I got out of school, I said, I am never picking up another book again. I was so burnt out. But I was burnt out because I was reading things and studying things that I really wasn't interested in. It wasn't until I found personal development and training and coaching and self-improvement and psychology and the way the mind works and routine habits and my favorite book on the planet. Do you know my favorite book on the planet? Atomic Habits. Ugh, changed my life. Atomic Habits. I'm dropping all kind of nuggets in in this podcast with the books that I love. So with a growth mindset, we believe intelligence can be improved. We can get smarter. We put in more effort to actually learn more. You guys, I'm still in school. I don't care what anybody says. I am still in school. Today, I am in another life coaching school. It's a university and it's a course. It takes six months But what happened was I got certified through one life coaching school and I didn't really align with their philosophy. I didn't really align with the model that they were teaching. And so I thought there's got to be another one, right? 
So what do I do? I pivot and I want to learn from somebody else. So now I can take the tools from both of those um, curriculums and I can use what benefits me and my people the most. A growth mindset believes that we can master anything that we put our mind to. We believe that failures are just temporary setbacks, but they're full of useful information for us. We're willing to embrace challenges. So we, as a growth mindset person, we see other women's success as an example of what is possible for us. So we're actually inspired by it. That's me. When I see another woman winning, I'm like, if she can do it, I can do it. She's laying the groundwork, you guys. And I hope I can do that for you. If you want to start a podcast and you're just like, I don't even know where to begin. I don't have the microphone. I don't have a studio. I don't have the sound, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. You guys, no. Message me, Heather, how did you start your podcast? And I will send you the link to who I use, which is Podbean. But I want you to use my link because I think I might get like a little credit of some sort. I'm not sure, but I think so. And Podbean has been amazing because it's a smaller platform. It's for us smaller guys. And it's just, I don't know, it's more private. It's quaint. You can get on here and talk like we're just hanging out. So growth mindset women view feedback as an opportunity to actually learn. We don't take it as criticism. We actually go, oh, okay, let me look at it from that point of view, right? It really is the big difference between an ordinary life and an extraordinary, fabulous, fun-filled, happy life, a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. So if you haven't read her book, Mindset, The New um, Psychology of Success, it's been out for probably over 20 years or something like that. I don't know. Um, I read it quite a while ago, but it's so good and I highly recommend it to you so you can actually identify what you are believing and what kind of mindset you have and maybe open up some new scientifically proven ways that you can change and grow. And I just think it'll be super useful for you. So the good news is even if you realize that you have a fixed mindset, you can start changing it today, right now, if you want to, because our brains are literally, literally, why can't I speak today? Our brains are literally changeable, just like our bodies are. We can change everything about our brain. We can switch our mindset any time that we want to. We can go from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset with some intentional daily work. Hello, brain dump. From a scarcity mindset to an abundant mindset. So my first idea comes from Dr. Carol Dweck's research. Now, my second idea, my second tool that I'm going to give you for today is for nurturing an abundant mindset comes from Dr. Brene Brown. I hope you know Dr. Brene Brown. If not, Google, Google, Google her. <laughs> um, I wish I knew her in real life. That would be someone that I would definitely want to surround myself with, but she's taught me so much and she probably has no idea. She doesn't have any idea, but I'm telling you, I'm really grateful for her work. Um, her books, The Gifts of Imperfection, completely set me free the first time I read it. 
I was probably in my mid to late 40s. It was definitely my late 40s. And it came at the most perfect time. I was suffering with being stuck. And I felt like I didn't have the tools to move forward with a few things that I knew I wanted to do. And I needed Brene Brown to actually set me free. So she introduced me for the first time to the power of vulnerability and letting go of shame and allowing ourselves to be imperfect out loud and in public. And I always think about what I learned from her book because there's so many times that I'll be like, what is so-and-so going to think? Or what is that going to look like? And then I'm like, you know what? It's okay to be myself imperfectly out loud and in public. And I just love living wholeheartedly like that. And I think about that book all the time. Like I go back to it. My brain automatically goes back to it, like letting go of old things that don't serve me and cultivate new things that I do. I use um, being vulnerable and imperfection as a tool to actually like alleviate my self-criticism, my shame, and my perfectionism. So I want to share these um, three pillars. Let's see. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and share. She has, um, I keep saying, um, I'm debating if I'm going to go over three of them because let's just do them. Okay. There's 10 pillars and she calls them her 10 guideposts to wholehearted living. And I equate that with like an abundant mindset. Wholehearted living is establishing and creating and adopting an abundant mindset. And they, you know, they go hand in hand. So, Her first guidepost or pillar is that we let go of what other people think and we cultivate vulnerability and authenticity. Number two is we let go of perfectionism. See, you don't have to be perfect to do a podcast. I can't even find my words today. And we cultivate self-compassion, not comparison. We cultivate self-compassion. Number three is we let go of numbing and powerlessness and we cultivate being resilient. Number four is we let go of scarcity and fear and we cultivate abundance, gratitude, and joy. Number five, we let go of the need for certainty and we cultivate self-trust and faith. Number six, we let go of the comparison and we cultivate the creativity. Be yourself, you guys. Don't copy other people. You can be inspired by other people, but don't do what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, be you. How would you do it? Number seven, we let go of exhaustion as a status symbol and productivity as self-worth. And we cultivate play and rest. Number eight, we let go of anxiety as a lifestyle and we cultivate calm, peace, and stillness. Number nine, we let go of self-doubt and what I should or I'm supposed to be doing and we cultivate meaningful work. What is meaningful to us? Not to everybody else, but to us. And number 10, we let go of being cool and having it all together and we cultivate laughter, silliness, and just being able to laugh at yourself, right? Like if you mess up, you guys, it's okay. Like I promise it's okay. 
It's not the end of the world. So this is an abundant mindset and our abundance is an inside job. And once you're aware of that, you can understand that we are the creators of it. It means that we have enough to fill in all the gaps, nothing outside of it, like nothing is missing. It means that we never run out of ideas, we never run out of love, we'll never run out of money or time or energy because we're using our creative skills to find peace, love, harmony, and your creativity is probably going to bring an abundance of money that you never even thought of before. We never run out of fun, we'll never run out of friends, we keep creating more. It's such an awesome way to live and we are wholeheartedly not lacking anything. An abundant mindset means I can live with my arms wide open, being truly authentic to who I am and having fun. Life is worth living and being yourself. Like stop trying to fit in. If you don't fit in and you feel like that's not your tribe, that's not your vibe, get away from it. So what? There's more people. Your vibe will attract your tribe. All right, so I think I'm going to end the podcast there. We're already, oh my gosh, 36 minutes in. You guys, I'm so sorry. I really, really try to do my podcast about 15 minutes, but this will be super cool if you listen to this podcast on our Tone Babes walking today. I have a free challenge going on, and I'm inviting you personally right now to join us. Just go to glitteryou.com forward slash slash click here. The word is click here, like C-L-I-C-K-H-E-R-E. Or you can go to Instagram at GlitterU and find the link in my bio. You guys, this is something brand new. I've done this every year for the past, I don't know, five, six years. I do hashtag walk with Heather. But this month, for my birthday month, I am doing a 25-day free walking challenge for Tone Babes. So if you join my, my walking crew, my free walking group, you guys, you're a tone babe, okay? You're in it with us. So we can walk all over the world. I got women who have joined that live all over the world. I've got one in Germany. How amazing is that? Like, that's incredible. So all you have to do, I'm not going to give you all the secrets. Let's go sign up. It's free. You'll get an email from me every single day with some motivation, just trying to get you in the habit of going for a little walk. And I'm not counting steps, so don't think I'm gonna be like, ah, 10,000 steps, like it's nothing crazy. It is the best place, the best way for you to start getting your wellness routine in check. And I don't just mean physically. I know I'm a fitness trainer, but I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about mindset, habits, routine, your vibe's going to attract your tribe and I want you to join us. So again, go to glitteru.com forward slash click here. And I'm also going to put the link in the description below. So in case you're not sure if you got that right. Okay. All right. I will talk to you ladies next time. I love you so much. Have a great, great weekend. Hey friend. Thank you so much for listening to Heather's Get Unstuck podcast. Her goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode helped you in any way, you can directly impact Heather's efforts by simply sharing a screenshot of this to your social media or team. Also, if you're looking for additional support, feel free to find Heather on Instagram at GlitterU, her website at www.glitteru.com, and or join the free Get Unstuck community Facebook group.